Tonight we welcome Whiskerman to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. This is an Oakland band that describes themselves as rock and roll overture to the great unraveling, and they have been active for nearly a decade. Tonight we'll learn what frontman Graham Patzner has put of himself into this project, and later we'll preview some songs from their new album coming in March. Please welcome to the program, Whiskerman. Welcome. What up? Hello. Hi. Um, <laughs> it's fun because like sitting at the table with you guys is, is fun and a lot of levity. And yet the music uh, it comes from your tragedy, largely, this new album. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, with any luck, we'll have a, a, a fun spectrum. You, you, know, you know, it's funny, though, because my, my uh, tentative title for the record was A Minor Tragedy. Because it's really not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. It's really not that much of a tragedy. But didn't and it's kind of a comedy in the, in the, in, at the end of the day, you know. That's but true. it's also a minor tragedy, so it's definitely very sad. But but when you were in it, didn't it feel major? <laughs> like when you're in the thick of it. Well, see, but then if you know if it was major, then it's in a major key, right? And so it's still kind of happy. How do we differentiate between a minor tragedy and a major tragedy? About a half step. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, musician, musician joke. Wow. Oh, that was that was so good. <laughs> That's a good way to start the new year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quick. How, like like it's a death is a major tragedy. Uh, Sometimes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would say like death and sickness, and you know, when you lose somebody in your if you, if you lose like a, a relationship or something like that, it's just there's there's something out on the other end, yeah. you know. So it's always it's 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 never terrible. It feels terrible maybe for for people in the moment, but it's it's always gonna like come back around to something else, you know. When we were talking before this, I was like, I'm excited to have you on because you're very thoughtful about like the poetry and the lyrics that you write for this project. And so I'm kind of curious, like, is the person who wrote the Whisker Man 2011 debut album similar to this person? Or is that like a different guy because of what's happened in the last eight years? Oh, yeah. A lot different, for sure. Yeah. Things, things have definitely changed a lot. Definitely. I smoked a lot more weed back then. I don't smoke as much weed. I smoke, still smoke a little bit of weed, but... Uh, <laughs> A lot, a lot of my ideas were kind of in the clouds a little bit more than they are now, I think. Uh, yeah. I've, I've definitely, certainly been through more life scenarios. I mean, it, when I was making that record, I was just like, I wasn't doing much. I have a kid now, you know. I'm raising a kid. That's like my main thing these days. Yeah, that, that changes a lot of... That changes everything. Dynamic. Yeah. Absolutely. It kind of... Gives you something to smile about every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives you something to smile about, and it gives an actual reason to do things. I mean, I didn't really have that much of a reason to do anything when I was like 2011. What was I doing? I don't even know. So, like that first album was kind of more like it. It, it didn't center well, on 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 necessarily even your minor tragedies. It was. More, it, it was. I mean, there was there were some minor tragedies in there. I mean, but you know, it's just like. It, it, that that was like that was like a kind of culmination of uh, working on songwriting for for many years uh, after college and and just and just sort of like the the brooding you know of youth 
just all going into that. A lot of like, there's a lot of like long walks in 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 Sibley, which is a park in Oakland. And a lot of those songs to me kind of come from the, that the land in Oakland. I feel like it, from that first record. So let's talk about the new one because that's what we're highlighting tonight. Cool. March of 2020 is when that album comes out. Let's say the future, you know, uh, fan of this band is uh, listening to this long, long from now. March of 2020, which is in the future now. Wow. Will be in the past later. And this is an archival piece. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, <Whoa>. the album. <laughs> yeah, it just blew your mind. Um, <laughs> the album is called Kingdom Illusion. Yeah. And it feels like you say it was minor tragedy, but I, I feel like it was definitely a period of great change. Yeah, for sure. And your whole like notion of what life was going to be sort of seemed to shift. Yeah. In in the time period between the last album and this album, would you agree with that? Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to kind of go into a, just the broad strokes, whatever you're willing to share? Because I think yeah, that's sure. the stage. Well, I mean, because that's the thing is like this. Uh, this this record was. I mean, uh, basically almost all of the songs were written within like, I would say like a three or four month period, and uh, that period was after uh, a pretty intense breakup. You know, it was uh, the mother of my child, and 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 very very heavy during during those times i don't think i've ever felt anything that heavy for a relationship even still now um but uh also one of the you know one of the most healing and potent changes that i've ever experienced in my life and so uh there was just a period of time and i, I part of it was initiated from a couple uh ayahuasca ceremonies that i did i was staying in a house in berkeley and then uh through a series of circumstances, like this group came to do uh, two, uh, three nights of ayahuasca ceremonies, and and I sat sat with them. And um, after that, it was like all of the resentment and rancor and all of these feelings I had towards my ex, like just kind of, it was like, oh, I can actually just the the key to actually getting through this is to feel it, and then work through it, and then let it out and purge it out. Actually, either it's you know, some people with ayahuasca, it's like people actually vomit or they, you know, do it out the other end, or you actually just do a really big emotional purge. And so like my first night, it was like a very big emotional purge. And so then I was able to actually like, I mean, honestly, let go of it. I was able to let go of it. There's still some stuff that I had to work through for a while, but like that was the catalyst that helped me to move on and that's within just a matter of like three months from the breakup some people hold on to breakups for their entire lives and people go through their divorces for years and years and years i mean and it's just like and it gets worse and worse and you and you you have lawyers that are just like pinning you against each other it's just like absolutely dreadful but we were able to actually do the separation peacefully and now we have you know we have a, a a peaceful dynamic as well um, that so helping the raising of, of your son. Yeah. You know. Well, that was the, that's, that's the other, I mean, that's the main thing is that you're just like, yeah. okay, what's the most important thing for this kid? Yeah. Cause that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know? And so that's, that's how things are now. But so the, the, the that period from that, uh, experience and then just like the, the months after I just started to sort of like dive deeper into songwriting and this sort of new voice was coming out and it was sort of like this, uh, embrace of uh of the shadow and like darkness and also uh this sort of re- revolting and 
uh, rebellious sort of spirit that came out. And I think in the end, looking back on it too, I've, I felt the spirit of like a, a clown kind of came through, cool. through, through the whole thing, you know? And so, so that's, that's what I've, uh, I've been kind of playing with since then. And I just, I've been seeing that also in the world, how much like the clown archetype is coming back in the world, like with the Joker and all these other things. And I mean, it's probably because we have such a, uh, <laughs> with the presidency. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The presidency. I mean, the presidency in general is a joke, right? And yeah. so we also, and it's just like, these are dark times and we need to be uplifted by by that spirit and so yeah yeah and, and, and you can also grasp the catharsis is catharsis catharsis probably catharsis of writing about oh. it you mm-hmm. know and, and, and uh, turning it into a piece is just uh, such a great way to look at it and roll it around and right and then put it out that's also a great way to purge I would think performing it live yeah absolutely throwing it out yeah that's, that's kind of how it feels like it is too like you just each time we do it and even the more the more that we do it it's just like you get to new layers of like the expression of it and yeah. you know like when we're playing together as a band like we get to just keep going in deeper into that expression yeah. and it's like it's a it's a fun thing to do well watching you tonight it like seems like you have many moments of like that ayahuasca style experience especially <laughs> during the last song that you play uh-huh. at, at the very end if you like watch your face it's like almost seems like you're having like an outer worldly sort of purging. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, people can roll the tape back and see what I'm talking it's about. It's funny. Actually, I did sing that. I sang that song in that ayahuasca ceremony and <laughs> the one that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. D- did the ayahuasca ceremony have any impact on what your idea of, of God was faith was? Cause it seems like in what I've learned about you, that like faith has been a thing and your, your idea of like how to, worship or what god is has shifted over time yeah i mean honestly yeah uh i've 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 gone through i've gone through different um levels of of faith and belief uh and and different different groups who believe different things and like when you go into certain circles you know then we have we have in the bay area we have like a ton of medicine circles and different sort of like spiritual circles that people are a part of and sometimes you you get into their sort of matrix of language, which is like a cultish sort of thing that that makes you start to, you know, get on a certain wavelength that you think is super true, but then like sometimes it's a lot of things aren't true, and like that could the the language can start to become dogmatic, and the belief systems just start to sort of make a little bit less sense over time, and you're like, wait a minute, I can actually see the other side of what you're talking about, and like it's not really lining up and so you have to just think for yourself in general and i mean and that's like i mean in in particular the ayahuasca ceremony i don't think like necessarily uh the people that were holding it are people that i necessarily agree with at all they were singing like white rainbow songs and you know rainbow medicine songs that like i absolutely hated while i was doing it (laughs) so it's just like it was like the cheesiest thing I've ever experienced. But there was like some people, there was like one guy in particular who was incredibly talented healer. And so it's just like, and and he actually ended up getting kicked out of that uh, circle, like eventually. So it's like, it's like these, these people who, who, who get cast out and, and, and who, who maybe are on the edge of like some sort of healing and dynamic and like people think maybe you're not behaving right and this and that. And it's like, 
but maybe they have like some of the most potent healing for humanity. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what has been so exciting to me about like that part of things, you know, it's like the, the rebel rousers, you know, yeah, right. you know, it's like, it's like what you got here. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you, you put, you put, you, you put a skating, you put a skating rink in here, you know, it's like at the Phoenix theater in Petaluma, California. We're at the Phoenix theater in Petaluma. And we, skate park. Skate park. It's not a rink. You ever had an ayahuasca <laughs> session? I know. I, I, I missed that one. And quite frankly, I'm kind of interested. But are you? Yet I digress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm always interested in, in uh, kind of that type of uh, expansion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I see. I don't know you that well, but I see you two as sort of kindred spirits in a way. And uh, because yeah. like, the, you know, you roll with the flow. It's like life deals you new things. Some people just give up. They look at that as like the last chapter. You go through a divorce, say, you, mm-hmm. hang, on, you hang up to the breakup, hang on to the breakup forever. Right. That becomes yeah, the absolutely. defining last chapter of your life. Mm. Um, and I think that there is something about like, you know, when somebody asks you three times, can we put a skate yeah, yeah. rink in this theater and just rolling yeah. with it? Because that's where yeah, the energy finally. is taking you. That's what you do. Yeah, you know, I I had to actually move with the with the rest of the crew on that. It was so we let them put up a skate ramp, uh, and it was only going to be there for a week or two. Maybe I, for some reason, six weeks was what we gave them, and uh, uh, it was phenomenal. Honest to God, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit, it was a beauty. It was it was uh, six footer, and with oh, oh damn man. nice really yeah and it was our first ramp so it was set <laughs> That's up against rad. the stage and they were shooting straight down the floor and going straight up getting incredible height it wow. was just wow i was in that's it yep i love i love the idea of the whisker man hardcore fan listening to this and be like what the fuck is going on <laughs> rules no they'll they'll get it they'll they'll be right there with us here. or else they'll be kicked out of the circle speaking <laughs> of the guy that kicked it, kicked out of the circle why did they kick him out or can you not share? Yeah, I probably shouldn't share. Okay, so the follow-up question then. Um, you, you talk about how you explore the fringes of humanity on the album. <laughs> That's fine. We'll move on to the next one. It's fine. Also, I'd love it if it was like you. <laughs> you were the yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charles spills the beans. Yeah. I wish. If fringes of humanity is explored on this album. Sure, yeah. Do you think of like yourself as being on the fringe of humanity? Is it like you're a part of that fabric of the fringes of humanity or are you just like observing the fringes of humanity? Well, I think like probably everybody is at the end of the day. Uh, I think that there's some people who can relate a little bit differently to, to that. Um, I would say that I have a certain amount of privilege that would probably make me not as much at the fringe of at the fringe of uh, humanity as most people. It just depends on how you depend, uh, define, who would be there, define you know? the fringes of humanity. But so, how is that a thing on this album? Like, are, are there characters? Yeah, I think so. I, it, it, a song in particular on our record is called "Be Real," and uh, that song to me has just been about. I mean, it is kind of about like people who who have privilege or who are just kind of on on a high horse. It's just like, step step the fuck down. Like, we're all in this thing together. Like, what the hell are you doing? Just like trying to... And it's something... It's also a conversation to myself, really. Because, you know, I've been, in, I've been in that... I've been in that place where I felt like I was like holier than thou or better than somebody for whatever reason. It's just like, it's all fucking nonsense. You know? Nobody is. I mean, it's just... We're, we're all... We're all we're all taking shits and we're all taking pisses and 
<laughs> I mean, how about, also like what? Wrong. What about just like I mean, just like just the 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 most like the just you're sitting in your bed masturbating all day. I mean, like. <laughs> Yeah, go, no, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Please continue. How many? The, the how many? Dream. <laughs> how many of us have just you know not done shit? Like you know, just we're we're all pretty pathetic. But we all but we all act like we're not, and we, we act like we're not, and exactly. like we we have this like <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, and that we have this really important thing to do, and uh, <laughs> all of this. <laughs> This mighty, mighty work to do or something, but, um, which, you know, yeah, sure. But you're also going to, you know, you're going to get sick and you're going to feel like you're going to feel terrible at certain points and you're not gonna be able to do anything at, at times. And like, you're also, you know, you're going to fuck up and it's just, it's just being human, you know, just like accepting that part of everybody. Yeah welcoming that a little bit more and like those people on the you know anybody who's on the streets who's struggling and you know you you there's so many we have a huge homeless problem in in oakland and uh well we're actually it's it's expanding up to the north bay is it yeah Yeah, it is now yeah it absolutely is to the point of the song you have a lot of people here probably even more so than oakland who would just kind of like somebody to do something about all these homeless people right and i I get the sense that this song is maybe an angry song it's maybe like a who the fuck are you to like look down on those people it's like why don't you be real with yourself well yeah yeah well it's also just i mean there's there's yeah this has been a theme on the record uh a couple times for me was just like and the, the song one of the songs that we played tonight villains um it's just about that like the way that we cast people out in our society and then it's like it's in it's in the call out culture you know with social media and all of that stuff but it's also it's like it, with the homeless people it's yeah. like you, there's so many people who just like let's get them the fuck out of here yeah. so what i think is really interesting about that is like you are somebody who has like the idea of like god has been important to you at different mm-hmm. times would you say that's true a higher yeah. oh, power absolutely. or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I think that like in kind of like our more secular time, and I'm not a religious person, Tom has faith in a way that I don't have faith just for context, but I feel like the idea of salvation, which is like historically like a pretty, you know, like that's like not a bad idea, the idea of salvation, that there, there is something worth saving in you. It's like you make mistakes, but you can come back. It's okay. I feel like we, we, we don't have that as much in this era. Mm. Would you agree with that? I mean, because you you talk, well, you don't have to agree with me, but it's like, (laughs) I guess my question is like, I feel like, yes, call out culture is a thing, but also like with homeless people, a lot of people don't even really, they walk by a homeless person, they don't really regard them as human. You know, they don't think like, oh, that's somebody like my son, or that could be me. It's just a sort of a like, ah, well, they probably made some bad mistakes, uh, and uh, we're just going to keep going. And I, I don't know, I think that that's something that we could use more of, which is, more empathy and like get off your high horse. We're all the same. And I, it feels right. like that's something that you, I don't know, is important to you because you say it comes across on the, the well, it's just also just like being, being reminded, like, I don't know. I was sitting, I was sitting at a, at a cafe today with my friend, with my friend Cassandra, who's an amazing songwriter and uh, singer. And, and we had this, this, <laughs> we were just sitting at the window and this homeless guy who I've seen around all the time, 
came by and just stood in front of the window for like a good 30 minutes, just right in front of us for the whole time, kind of giving us a show of like his whole deal. But it wasn't like he was, he was just doing his thing, you know, and I think, I think he got fried from, what we, what we decided is that he got fried from acid because, because he wasn't like, he wasn't like a meth head, you know, he was like, this guy's acid. And it was like, okay, well, we've, a lot of our, a lot of us have done acid, you know. A lot, any of us could have been there, like, oh, yeah. and it just takes like you doing maybe just a little bit too much, and your body saying, "Hey, I want to stay here for the rest of my life. Why don't we just, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it." You know what I mean? And so it's like, how far are you actually from being that person? And like, you know, what do you, you know? It's like, and I, that's why that's where I think like maybe there is. I mean, maybe, and maybe you can agree with like the higher power. It's like that, yeah. that instance was like the synchronicity of him being there yeah. at that moment. Like that's pretty profound. Things happen that yeah, lead. Well, I like to believe in magic. Uh-huh. So if you believe in a higher power, you're believing in magic. Mm-hmm. When you get right down to it, you're believing in something you do not see. And you're believing that your faith is going to, uh, your faith in whatever that power is. Because I have no idea what that is. Uh, but your faith in that power is is going to see you through whatever this issue is, and it might even throw a little luck your way. It certainly will keep you plugged in. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> oh, that kind of thing. <laughs> and again, in a, in a place like this, uh, I've relied on that. I don't. I don't know. Countless times, maybe every day. You just never, never know how the hell you're gonna, you know, even open the doors some days. Yeah, in a project like this, uh, but magic happens, and right. here we are. Well, I mean, that's ama- that's the, that's the amazing thing I I feel coming into this space. It's just like this. This is one of the most incredible spaces for for music and for community. And yeah, it's a strong. And partly that's that. that's my belief that the building itself has has its own soul going here. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, and it's it's a really inviting soul. So here we are. Wow. In the depths of my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, and your experience at the coffee shop is kind of like a there but by the grace of God go I. I mean that could that could have been you. Oh. And I feel like right. that, yeah, thought, for that sure. thought or anybody who had experimented with acid or whatever. I mean all it takes is like, you know, doing a little too much or not your body not agreeing with it. And yeah. I, I feel like we we don't have everybody on the same page that's like, Oh, that could be me. I should just feel a sense of empathy. And then maybe if collectively, if more people felt that, we would have less of the issues that we have. I don't know. Right. I feel like a hardening of society is, is what's going on. What do you think, Don? Yeah, we also have the part of society that says, well, it's your fault for trying acid. Yeah. You know, and that's a bunch of bullshit, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's important to, to push the boundaries. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of the whole thing, too. Yeah, yeah, the album, the ideas. Well, it's also just like it's about safe use, right? Too, and there's like because of the shame of like doing it, you have people who don't who will just do it and they don't know how to do it right. They're afraid to talk to people. They're afraid to talk to people because it's illegal and they're going to get in trouble for doing it. And it's just like all these things just lead to to worse situations and. And people get into horrible drug situations just because they're shamed into it, you know? I mean, unforgiving, I think, would be a good way to define that sort of thing. And I think that's your criticism of society is it's, it's very unforgiving. <laughs> it's like you, you, 
Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you do something. Days, it's your fu- exactly. I, mean, I feel that's like what I'm trying to like zero like, in yeah. on is, the, is what you're about do, to do, say. Don't right you here. think? Don't you think these days, like we we have we have a very unforgiving like society in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, it's, it seems to have kind of bent that direction it's right ca- now. Yeah, it kind of seems like people. It's like if you if you do something, if you like violate like that one thing, then you're yeah. you're out and you're done. You're cast away. Like that's it. Yeah. If you make that one statement. You see, we make that one statement, yeah, you're canceled. You're canceled. canceled. Yeah. <laughs> you're canceled. And then, you know, it's like, well, what do you do? Where's the line, first of all? And second of all, like, wh- what is the mechanism for salvation? Or what is the mechanism for forgiveness? Yeah. Or what is the mechanism for education? And I don't think there's a ton of room for that in this moment. Right. And I think absolutely. perhaps as time goes on, like, we can, like, maybe balance out the scale on that a little bit. Yeah. It's like, do you just become bad at a certain point? Nice thing about speaking broadly about this. If you never give an example, nobody can ever hit you on being sympathetic with a bad guy. And that's what I'm doing right now (laughs) (laughs) because I I don't want to be taken out of context. But I just think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Like, are once a group says that you're bad, (laughs) you're a bad Hmm. person. Well, is that it? Are you done? Like, was that your chance? Sorry. Right. I mean, this is, this is what, yeah, I mean, this is, and this is why like people end up going like to, there are, there are these like communities that, that you end up at, you know, like, and that's where there's like people in New Mexico, like making their own lives in the, in the desert and, you know, in communities where they're kind of like, they kind of keep to themselves or. You know, there's places. A lot of times, actually, they go to the desert. <laughs> it seems like most of the most of the cast it's out a people. Good place for outcasts. That, yeah, it's a good place for outcasts. I, I, I or, or we got you know uh, what's a, what's the what's the place down in uh, uh you know what's it called? Slap, oh, City. Slap City. Slap City. Yeah. Yeah. What's Slap City? Uh, well, it's like an unincorporated sort of area. Um. Salvation Mountains in Slap City. Oh, this uh, is my type of mountain. I've been talking about Salvation <laughs> lately. Yeah, this guy Leonard Bill, he painted the whole mountain for years as a uh, like a tribute to God, cool. Jesus. Um, he died a few years ago. It's but, it's sort of near the Salton Sea. Yeah, it's, it's in, in Into the Wild. You know where they that go, is? They go there. Um, yeah. 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 It's like it's a bunch of anarchists, like homeless, homeless people who live there, and they, they have their own... Uh, Community. I nearly slept in a water tower with a guy named a guy named Moth. Said we could stay in his in his at his place. <laughs> you did once, yeah. yeah. And it was in a water tower. And what were the demographics <laughs> on Moth? How old was Moth? Uh, we had a lot. He had more hair than me. Yeah. And um, this is a long haired man. He was man. probably in his in his thirties, I guess. Yeah, he was a long haired man. Yeah. We ended up sleeping in in, in the van, but. But the tower was yours if you yeah. wanted it. I, I mean, I, I love your example of the of the of the drug example because there is a large segment of society would be like, ah, you fucked up, you're a fuck up, and then you feel hopeless. You and feel without, hopeless, and without hope, then that's when things really start to get dark. Well, I mean, my problem with it is it it discourages any sort of experimentation in life, which it doesn't have to be drugs. It doesn't have to be, you know, it can be whatever, but it can it's, be words, it can be yeah. feelings, it can be thoughts. Yeah, but I think it's important to feel freedom to like yeah, mess around and not feel afraid of doing that. And I mean that's that's kind of what society to a large which degree does and yeah this whole this culture where you're 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 constantly under surveillance and constantly like you know you can be dissected um for anything that you say or do that's recorded or not you know and i i mean i don't know i don't know how to get around the problem or anything but i think that 
I feel like the loss of uh, a, a freedom of experimentation is the big, big problem. And yeah, like psychedelic experimentation plays right into that. And yeah, that's it. I think that's why God invented the teen years. The teen years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but that's they, a they great example. Rolling yeah. through. I mean, they're they're you know people do dumb things when they're in their teens. Yeah. And should they? Should that? define them into adult so it's just an interesting thing I, I think the cultural moment will pass as it always does I mean you look at the way life looks now compared to what was 20 years ago uh, even 10 years ago it's like night and day it'll shift it's just not going to happen because like a group of people got together and like this is how it will shift I think pe- people also do dumb things when they're adults as well as when they're teens yeah. very true <laughs> We pick easy examples here, though. <laughs> so, I've done like so way even, dumber things these these days than I did ever. Yeah. In my entire life. <laughs> yeah also, our things. dumbest things are might still be yet to come too. You know, also yeah. think yeah. about uh, yeah, how many missed opportunities there you know yeah. has been in in the human race since the beginning from fear itself. Oh yeah. You know, like how many how much how many things we don't do in our life because of fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like well, all of across them. the board, you know, uh, in uh, up in Canada now, uh, certain areas of Canada, uh, at least mushrooms are, are illegal, and there are jurisdictions. I think in Berkeley, I think they're Oakland, gonna, yeah, yeah, in Oakland, Oakland, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. So we're seeing that the boundaries are dropping. Uh, there, there are psychologists, psychiatrists that are coming out and saying, you know. Uh, maybe experimenting with LSD is not a, a dangerous thing, and it might be a healthy thing to do on, uh, under certain circumstances or without you know going too far overboard. I don't think it's a, it's not LSD though that is that is being de- like de- 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 decriminalized. No, but it's not oh. decriminalized in in Oakland. I think it's actually plant medicines in general. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it right. Was, it was I think mushrooms, mushrooms, and ayahuasca and yeah. San Pedro oh, and peyote. Yeah, San Pedro. Yeah, but you really got to work for that one for San Pedro. Oh, God. What do you mean? So, I, love, I, don't know how, I don't know how much it's going to end up. I'm uh, very familiar with St. Pedro. I can't I love handle the, the taste. Oh, but oh. Oh, a friend of mine told me it was going to be the worst thing you ever tasted. You got to. Son of a bitch, oh, it was. There's so many better ways you can ha- you can, you can, you can Help have, the man out. What do you do? Well, uh, you, uh, you, no, you, you have to eat it, man. No, but you know, you can, make a, you can make a tea out of it, and yeah. you can put honey in it, and you can put. Does that really? It really helps. Yeah. And no, it truly helps. You can make it. Cool. You can well, make it taste good. Well, the thing is, I swear to God, I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think part of the journey is actually overcoming the taste and forcing yourself. to. Well, what are you doing? Are you just like eating the the straight mush of it or something? Oh or? man! Well, yeah. What's wrong with you? Dude, we tried to put it in a milkshake once. Oh my God! <laughs> that was really bad. Tom, what are you? What are you you're, and like with actual milk? Well, well yeah. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> It was ugly. Well, we were like, you know, we were teenagers. Again, it's, uh, there's, there's a beautiful uh, thing about being a teenager because a lot of inhibitions are not there. Well, the inhibitions might be there, but if you think no one's watching, you're going to try that shit anyway. And, uh, <laughs> and there it was. So, uh, yeah, we, we experimented with all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think the milkshake was the worst. Worst one we ever. <laughs> what, what does San Pedro do for you if you're if you if you haven't done this thing awesome. before? I love oh, you that. Like, you like it? Oh yeah. No, it was. <laughs> Dude, I looked right through a house. <laughs> Fucking incredible. You looked through a house. Oh man, a friend of mine was was coming back from uh, <laughs> Sheehy. 
That's anyway, his, last, that's his was, last name. A friend of mine was coming back from Prior Europe. guest on the program, by the we way. Were having a, uh, oh, we were nice. having a barbecue around it. <laughs> and uh, so I was sitting in the back of the house, well, kind of the side of the house. It was this glorious old farmhouse. And I could see the car driving down the road with John in it. And then they pull into the driveway, and I watch him get out of the car and walk around the house because I was fully on the other side of the house watching this whole thing. Fucking spectacular. Absolutely incredible. An absolute out-of-body experience that just was, oh, my God. It was glorious. Wow. As, as the night, I, I can remember the whole thing now, as a matter of fact, as, as the night finally crept on and, and, and I felt the sun going down, except for at that point, that was the time I realized, oh, man, I got some of my best uh, material out of it, um, that you can feel the earth as it's spinning. The sun is going nowhere. The sun is right where it is. Actually, the sun is moving. But it isn't going, it isn't moving in relation to us. We are moving. We are spinning. And you can just feel as you're watching the sun go down, you realize you're spinning away from it. Oh, and oh, I can wow. feel it that night. And that was the night where I actually realized that. And that was San Pedro. Wow. Not to mention the fact, in San Pedro, there is a Gaffey Street. So it was kind of a big thing for me. <laughs> Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> Synergy. So anyway, yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, but it needed to be eaten, and you needed to puke to really get that uh, to get the whole. Uh, and that's kind of the way I, I, I always have uh, done it. If that's if that's really what, uh, if you got to puke, you got to puke. Well, there's just better ways to like. There's <laughs> you, you don't you don't necessarily need to like be having like the meat part of it you know you can make really? a tea of it yeah oh, shit. so like yeah um maybe yeah. we'll get you guys there's a there's actually so there's a group in in berkeley that does that does yeah. san pedro ceremonies that yeah. i've sat with for many many years oh it's beautiful yeah. and it's a it is beautiful medicine yeah. it is incredibly yeah. beautiful medicine it's Agreed. like it just gets you into your heart i yeah. feel like more I actually feel more clarity with that medicine than and with that like psychedelic. I wouldn't even call it a psychedelic because to me oh, it was just like it's so like grounding for it, me. Right? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, I get it. yeah. Yeah. It's grounding. Yeah. And it just it just gets you in your heart and like shows you what yeah. your life's all about and like what yeah. your prayer is for your life. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like then some of the other things that can get so cosmic and crazy and weird and like you see all these entities and it's just like the fuck is going on. Yeah, you know, that's true. <laughs> it's just like you can't. Like, yeah. How often do you do something? <laughs> <laughs> How often? No, do I'm I just do curious. Like, you, no, no, no. Just San Pedro in particular. Like, do you have to tune up every month? Would you say? Man, I probably should. Honestly, I, I could probably go. I could go go back for another round. Actually. <laughs> Maybe maybe tomorrow. Um, I would love it so much if you two went together. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, maybe we should go together. Maybe yeah. yeah. yeah that well, you guys. I'll you pay did for a video. It. You did a video. Really, hundred percent. Oh. If you two went together, I would hundred percent oh, pay for it. Really? Oh, yeah. no question. <laughs> well, it's, all right. Zero question. All right. Go ahead. You were saying. All right. Oh, I'd rather Boom. do it. Uh, you guys did a video that looked like you filmed it in Guadalajara, in the forest in Guadalajara. Um, yeah, I think that actually. Uh, which did you did you, uh, Charlie June? Is that the one? Yeah, you're talking Charlie about? June. Yeah, yeah you watched that video. Yeah, yeah so uh, that was actually in a place called Canyon, which is behind the Oakland Hills. It was. You know Canyon, and I don't. But uh, it, it it reminded me of a place that I usually go when I when I want to eat something like that. In Guadalajara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, my family has a has a house in Sea Ranch. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah correct. 
Yeah. I like to be on the river itself. Uh, on the Guadalajara River? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Because you can follow the river down to the, to the beach. And if you skate, by the way, uh, so you follow this trail along the river, you do the switchback, it takes you up to the driveway to the visitor center. You've, and if it's after the sundown, they've locked the gates at the visitor center. So now you have this glorious one-mile road with a really gentle slope that you can skate down to the ocean on. Well, it's, it's a perfect uh, beginner slope. Yeah, so it gets a little fast in some spots. Uh-huh. Beginner to intermediate slope, but oh man, it's one of the best. Are you a skater yourself? Not much anymore. I had an accident actually up at Gualala. <laughs> <laughs> what did you take it before? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, that was in my forties. Uh, yeah. Was that a it San Pedro me, night? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this that sounds like a great place. It was a whimsical segue <laughs> as we go back to the Kingdom Illusion album. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, it's the title track of the album. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, in case you don't know that out there. Um, could you tell us about the song a little bit? Because I feel like it sets the stage for everything. Yeah, I think it's a lot of the the stuff that we talked about tonight a bit. Um, well, I mean, a breakup with God. We didn't yeah, really talk about uh, that. Yeah, what is it? What, is, what was your breakup with God, or like your idea of what God is? You know, that's uh, yeah. That that sort of goes into. Um, I think it goes into the sort of like the ideals that I was thinking that what like how my life was supposed to look like and like the kind of person I was supposed to be because of the way that I was raised or the way that I thought that like you should behave in this world because of sacred law and like it goes even it goes you know it goes back to being a Christian growing up Christian but also even learning some like newer spiritual beliefs belief systems that like see that's where it gets tricky with some of these medicine circles is that you start to you can kind of go down little sort of rabbit holes of belief systems that uh, don't serve you actually at the end of the day and it's like a dogma that you're adhering to then it's actually not like true and so um but that you know, at the same time, there's there's times when you where we kind of like dip in and out of being in in alignment with our our lives and with our our prayer and our relationship with creation and and uh, that's that's also that's also true. So it's not like somebody else was wrong and some system was wrong. It's also that I was wrong completely, or like. I'm being wrong or whatever, you know, and I, you know, and then you need to come back and you need to come back into alignment. But this is sort of like the song is about, is about, uh, kind of lifting the veil and seeing that illusion, the illusions that, that a lot of times it's just our minds that are just like completely playing tricks on us. Well, it's always, it's always, I mean, it's always, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. It's always so, in your mind, I think. Isn't it? I mean, okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to you to explain that it's, it's always that. <laughs> That's true. That's been my problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's eventually it's, it's, it's coming back to what's in your head, what you, what you believe. And what's uh, fascinating for me about that is how do you not believe what you believe? <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what do you mean? 
So you have these set of beliefs, and I, uh, there are some, some things in you that you're born with that you know, and they stay with you all of your life, I notice, at least for me. Yeah. And it's like this core set of truths or something that you're just born with. You yeah. know it's there. Yeah. And eventually, you can go through all the rabbit holes and all that, but eventually, and it's like, so I mean, I, I guess I'll be honest, and I don't know how much of this ends up in this show. Um, I did an LSD for a lot, a, a lot <laughs> when I was younger. And finally one night, I'm on it, and I'm looking around, I go, you know, this isn't real. I'm having a fucking great time looking at that sky. Just incredible what I'm seeing up there, but I'm not seeing it. It's not up there. And as soon as I came to that realization, boom, the trip was done. And these are the truths that are in you at all times. This isn't real. This is. I know that. But I could be on LSD and tell myself it's not. But eventually, it is. And that's not going to change. And those truths are always in you. Uh, but that's the same thing that tells me that that's why I believe in log- in magic. That's why I believe in faith. There are things that uh, that happen because of the strength inside you that you can make happen. That's a tough one to explain. But it's time and time again, it's come back on me. And and this is the best example, this building we're in right here. I have no idea why this is working, except for the fact that, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here it is. There, there are very few rules in the world that make this possible. We've been losing money here since 1983. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, God, finally, this year is the year that I decided, after thinking, fuck, this, this is bullshit. I can't make money with this place ever. So what I've decided is, uh, I'm, whatever time I have left in this building, I'm going to try and lose as much money as I possibly can. Dude, and once I change the paradigm to that, Fuck, I'm the most successful I've ever been. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right on. Yeah. yeah. We kind of had that realization on tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But that's true. It's the truth. All you want to do is just change how you're relating to what your experience is. <laughs> and there it is. Yep. I'm doing great now. Fuck. <laughs> but I have no idea why. Yeah. <laughs> so that was triggered yeah. by him talking about changing belief system and stuff. Because yes. I heard you mouth like, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but there are, there are some things that I know are true and they always will be true. And you can. I mean, that's totally real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. Well, I mean, that's like the thing. It's like, it's like the, just the values, like, like you come back to just your core values really. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I, value the things that i value have become really clear lately i mean that's family and my son and yeah your son i mean it's like that's the real deal i'm just glad that i'm not like you know that i'm actually in his life you know yeah i get to be in his life i mean i guess that's to me that to me is a miracle that i you know i still get to to raise him and show up and actually really enjoy doing that you know to actually enjoy taking him to school and picking him up from school is a miracle for somebody like me. You <laughs> know, true. it's just like you didn't see that coming ten no, years ago. I did not. <laughs> you know, ten years ago, you know, then that was it was almost it was nine years ago that we were making the other record. I was just like, 
none of that shit was important to me, you know? When you talk about this album, you've said that it kind of like pays tribute to this kind of transitory period where all this stuff happened. You talk about like the veil was lifted, the tower was falling and you say you're honoring the destruction. Uh huh. How, how do you honor the destruction just by documenting by <laughs> like the insight that you've gleaned? I think you make art about it. Yeah. You know, I think that that's that at the end of the day. I mean, there's like, I mean, so many people are going through that, um, losing their houses and yeah. you know the fires that are happening in the in in California in particular right um and you also honor it by moving forward and yeah. doing the next thing and like rebuilding i had a friend who lost her place up in lake county and she rebuilt it in, a, in a, an incredible way and also still like built around the the, uh, the the burnt bushes and stuff like that and like used 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 it yeah. used that landscape to to make something even more more beautiful because it was tarnished you know and I th- I think that that's that's an important thing to do as human do you feel like the this kind of like wild exploratory period is still ongoing for you or do you feel like you've kind of like learned (laughs) you've learned a lot and you're kind of more in like a a period of like okay i kind of get it i'll do the san pedro sessions tune up with ayahuasca every (laughs) once in a while (laughs) i'm pretty i don't know what do you guys think (laughs) what do you guys think (laughs) i just just when i think it's plateaued it revs up again we got black river coming out on the next one (laughs) i think uh, you know i think i think it's uh yeah i think things I don't know what it is so about. You still got your edge. I've, <laughs> I've thought, you know, just when I thought Whiskerman lost his edge, <laughs> got it right back. Um, I've, I, yeah, I, I am, I am back in a, in a, in a very similar situation right now, you know, and I'm just like, I, I, I'm in a very creative, uh, expansive time right now. And I wasn't for the last few years and just like, was in, a, I was in a relationship in the last few years and I, and I got, um, I'm still inspired. It was like kind of like working in different ways. It's like you work on different parts of yourself at different times, and you know you're not like uh, all constantly just like feverishly writing and, and working on new stuff. But right now, I'm in that period where I'm like working on a lot of cool. new material, and it's like you know it's a, it's a it's a fun time. I like to be in that that time, and I get to. I've, we have such an amazing community in the Bay Area too, and there's so much to be inspired by. There's so much art, and so there's, a lot of people actually don't really know that. Like they think that the Bay is is kind of just like a tech place, right, and a business place, and it's incredibly hard to live. and And it's actually maybe fueling like this great art that's happening. Would you say Otis, who, which is your son's name, would mm-hmm. you say he was like your sort of salvation? Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of brought it all into focus. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's the most important important thing, that, you know, person, thing that's ever happened to me. You know? He had to be good for a couple extra bucks on that. Uh, uh, God, that was the most, uh, that was one of my <laughs> Tom, favorite. You gotta, you gotta fucking have your. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, but <laughs> it just the on me. Son. They, they have him. No, they. For a he's, couple extra bucks he's on, <laughs> on the. Uh, <laughs> You did a uh, a crowdfunding video, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you had him babble for the last 
<laughs> it was perfect. I'm like, oh my god, that's good for about a thousand dollars right there. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. And thing, actually. Yeah. The other funny thing is that I did make money off him um, on a UCSF <laughs> betting off children's hospital. I remember that. So he was, and and at, like at the same time, it was like six months after he was born. I got a pity. I, I got a pity gig. Like I'm not like as a violin player. I'm not like a chamber music kind of violin player. And this guy. Uh, hired me to be uh you know in the background for a, a visa checkout commercial playing violin in a chamber chamber music thing and i got it it's like i was like at the thank you Otis. i was broke completely yeah. broke and 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 i and i got i think i got like ten thousand dollars from royalties and, and shit from that and and that was all because he was like i know you have a kid and i think you can probably use the help so like here you go <laughs> But that only happens for the first year. Yeah. And then you're, you're left to your own devices. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, you, know, you know, I think you ought to take him on your next tour and put him at the merch table. Oh. Oh. Well, how old is he? Oh, five. Yeah, oh, he's I five now? a little young. He's five. Wow. Yeah, he can learn. Yeah. Oh, no. Put him at the merch table. Now he can talk. Now he can talk. I mean, he would honestly, he would. I'd he, use a square chip reader, you know. He'd do okay. Like, the only thing is, I just don't. I would not wish that yeah. much car ride, van, van life, van life thing to him. Unless we did like a shorter, shorter runs, like that were three hour drives yeah. or something like that, yeah. because it just gets on the West Coast in particular. It's it gets long. it's it's really long. Did can you I play? Just, can yeah. I just say something like that coin I had? That lucky coin. Uh, he found it backstage from an AA meeting last night. No. Go. Um, <laughs> it completely disappeared. Like from my hand, just now. Yeah, he's been holding it the whole. Is that interview. something that happens? It's. They do say the building is haunted. <laughs> it's probably Chris. That's I a ghost. Think it's in my it's pocket. A ghost oh, it's a ghost. Uh, I think he just took it. Did you take it? No. Yeah. I know. No, because I was holding it. I was holding it a bunch, and then I was like, it kind of flicked out, and it's. It's probably somewhere, but. I think it's gone, and I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I just I think it'll, it's it'll very. <laughs> but it, but not for me, probably. Nah, who knows where it'll end up? Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, if 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 we had the wherewithal and we could keep track of it, you could probably come up with one hell of a movie based on everybody that finds that coin and the adventure they have around it. Sisterhood of the Traveling Coin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. What was that? What was that movie? The yeah. There we go. Well, yeah, that's yeah, well. yeah, nice one. Well, yeah. gotta get on that mic. One and, yeah. one and, Lawrence, one and done for Will. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I hope we find the coin. Uh, other, we'll no. see the movie. We'll find out where it no, is. No. Um, it's fine. It's gone. Yeah, Got to let it go. That's life, baby. Hey, yeah. yeah. Got to loose. You got to loose. I. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is uh, <laughs> fail. Fail upwards, right? Yeah, fail upwards. That's what the. Uh, oh, that's not bad. Ooh. That's yeah. That's a George Burlstein one. It? He's the guy who runs the the San Pedro ceremonies. Wow. He says fail upwards. You'll meet upwards. him soon. All right. Well, there you go. I think you'll. I think you'll like it. <laughs> All right. What anyway. a great night. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Um, yeah, thank you so much. It's very fucking cool also that we had your brother on the show a couple years ago with Fox yeah, Brigade. Absolutely. And your other brother played with him in Judgment Day on the stage. So even like being from Oakland, you guys have like kind of a, and you played with a ska band long ago. It's just, you have like a fun history in this building that we've talked about. It's kind of been like the, uh, like the eighth person in this episode tonight. Anyway, you guys have been doing this for almost 10 years and it's very good. And yeah. thank you so much for sharing thank with you us so here much. tonight. Thank you guys you. were thank very you. generous with everything, you especially, with what you shared of your life and oh, how right this on. next album got made. So thank you for sharing that with I us. I appreciate yeah. that. And in just a moment, the music of Whisker Man is up next. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks. Awesome. Thank All right. You. Yeah. Nobody knows the real value of the devil. 
for the rest.